Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, fellow gamers. We are so excited to have you here for the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast. On Thursdays, we break down recent gaming news, and this week was a doozy. We got the IGN Summer Next Fest, Xbox Games Showcase, Starfield Direct, and the PC Gaming Show. We're also recording this right before the Ubisoft Forward, so we don't yet know what happened there. But we had more than enough teasers, gaming footage, and interviews to pour over. I am your host, Paul, and joining me... He's raising the Jolly Roger because he's ready to engage in some moderate to heavy space piracy. It's Josh. I knew that was me the second you started talking about being a pirate, you know, and I was like, I would, yeah. I would be, I would be a space pirate. <laughs> Will you wear an eye patch while playing Starfield is my question. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got to get into character, man. The pirate life I is the it. only life for yeah. me. <laughs> and Dude, they... They should. I mean, we're going to get into it, but you can you can steal ships from people is one thing we discovered. Yes, <laughs> you sure instantly can. I was like, well, I know how I'm playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no doubt. And then joining me and Josh, he is rocking out in the car to some Bon Jovi with three other mercenaries. He's mowing down massive hordes of zombies in the style of our favorite '80s movies. It's Ryan. What? Oh, oh you guys talking to me? Oh, sorry. Hold on. I'll get off Diablo. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> dude, dude we, people in our Discord server were actually asking, like, do we need to check on Ryan? He's yeah. been playing Diablo for 17 hours straight. <laughs> my wife came over and she's like, you know, I knew you were going to play more games, but I, this seems a little much. And I was like, well, this, yeah. this doesn't have to do with the podcast. This is just me. <laughs> oh, man. Have you fallen asleep at your PC playing Diablo yet, Ryan? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes no i i have for real it, it, yeah it'll be twelve thirty one in the morning and you're clicking clicking and then your head nods off and you're like oh all right okay I'll, I'll, i should go to bed <laughs> oh goodness all right well guys we have so much to talk about here today i think we should start off the show by covering the starfield direct we did say this is our most anticipated game of the year uh so i think that kind of deserves priority billing here we got to see all kinds of stuff related to planets cities factions combat dogfighting shipbuilding uh even the romance system in the game so first of all i kind of wanted to get your guys sense on the on a whole after watching the starfield direct how did you feel about it 
Am, am, like confused? I don't know, man. <laughs> like impressed, honestly, but impressed. Like I, we we chatted about this a little bit. Like I remember saying this game is way bigger than what I thought it was going to be. This game is massive, dude. It is yeah. absolutely massive. They showed off so many systems. It's bananas to me. And I don't mean star systems. I mean shipbuilding, base building, story, combat. I mean, it just the list kept going on and on and on. And then I just went, how are they going to pull this off? So I'm excited, but I'm also a little hesitant. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Ryan? (laughs) I was blown away. I, you know, again, that's a lot to take on making such a massive universe it really is a universe and that's the one thing that got me on the trailer you know and on the showcases this first new universe they've created so that's a lot that's a lot to bring in and there's a lot of you know with the way bethesda does it all the little small side stories and everything they do so yeah it's it's uh excitement very much good excitement for me (laughs) (laughs) one thing i really loved about this starfield direct just in a general sense is that they weren't afraid to leave some weird stuff in there. So, like, you're watching this direct. It's very professional. Everyone is talking and acting in a professional manner. And all of a sudden, you're just hit with, boom. When I play this game, I just go crazy. And I steal all the sandwiches from other ships and stockpile them in my cargo bay. And I'm like, (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) And they're literally... They literally show a giant table covered in sandwiches. And I'm like, it almost played like an SNL sketch in a way where like everyone else is like, our groundbreaking technology will take you to the stars. And then this lady's talking about stockpiling sandwiches. It was one of the funnier directs, but there's a lot to love. I think the weird thing, though, is that I'm most worried about combat, guys. I, I feel like the world building is fantastic. I think the shipbuilding stuff looks super cool. Everything looks really neat. But when it comes to the actual gameplay, I'm a little worried because the gun combat on the ground kind of just looks like just point and click your gun, and that's about it. And the dogfighting seemed pretty rudimentary also. So I don't know about you guys. I think that's what I'm most worried about is the combat side of things. But if they find a way to land this ship... Uh, I mean, this is going to be an all-timer. I- I'm sure down the road with mods and everything else, it's going to be fantastic. But what was your guys' take on the combat? Did you feel the same or differently? It it's it doesn't look great, to be honest. But I I mean, I don't look at Starfield as being like a combat-heavy game. Like it's going to exist for sure, and they definitely showed it off. But it does look a little... But I mean, what are we expecting? Are we expecting like Doom combat? Call of Duty? I mean, it, it's it's probably serviceable for what the game is as yet one of the other... You know, one of the systems amongst 20 other systems. Mm-hmm. So for that part, I think it looked fine. I, I mean, yeah, I could definitely look at the combat and go, oh, I don't know, man. This is just jumping over people and then shooting them twice and they die instantly. <laughs> there was no real like mechanics so to speak like you know you think about mass effect right like there's here's another space combat game where it's like you've got all these abilities and and different ways to go about it you can build yourself as a tank or a sniper or whatever and it's like i don't know that any of that exists in starfield yeah because like mass effect has not just the guns 
but all of your biotic abilities. And Starfield doesn't really seem to have that. We see a little bit where you can use the environment. Like at one point they shoot something and it freezes nearby enemies. I thought that was neat. I hope there's enough stuff like that in here to help out because this is certainly not going to be gunplay like Halo or Destiny. It's right. definitely nowhere on, 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 on that level. Uh, what about you, Ryan? Was there anything in particular that got you most excited? Um, well, you know, speaking of the combat, like like you guys said with with Destiny, I played a lot of Destiny, so obviously, you know, Bethesda's not known for for their combat. It's always been <laughs> no. very or guns, really, yeah, or oh yeah, especially yeah, the guns. You know, it's it's clunky and move maneuvering stuff, but you get drawn into the lore, drawn into the story, drawn into your adventure throughout. So hopefully, they can if they can do it enough to where it you know quote-unquote passes then that's that's good for me if they can do more that's even better that's gonna you know advance it that much further but yeah i I, i'm a little uh i'm a little iffy on how the the combat's gonna be but i'm just fingers crossed because i'm so hyped for this game (laughs) one thing i'm really hyped about are the traits so we've talked about that in the past where we got to see little glimpses in the trailers where they're scrolling through and you can read the names the one thing that did kind of made make me chuckle is that one of the devs said, I want to talk about my favorite trait. It's called kid stuff. And she goes on to explain that this means that your parents are alive and you periodically send them credits to help support them. But it also <laughs> unlocks the ability to go visit your parents. And you get a little cutscene where like the dad answers the door and he's like, honey, they're here. And I'm like, Really? Like, that's one of the traits is it unlocks your ability to go visit your parents. I, I do love the fact that it seems to be pretty creative with that stuff. And it's not just as simple as, like, you just get a 5% bonus to run speed because you're athletic. You know, it does seem like they try to think a little bit outside the box. So, like, we got a little glimpse with kid stuff, and they also showed off one other example. Oh, it was the hero worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, and- I will never pick that trait because that dude was annoying <laughs> from the get go, man. I was just like, oh my goodness, no. <laughs> well, and that's a callback to uh, I don't was it Skyrim or Oblivion where that same character was in yeah. the game. Uh, so I love the whole idea that this character will run up to you really excited and give you gifts, but they intentionally made the character really annoying. So that's kind <laughs> of like a bold move to intentionally like siphon your money to support your parents or have a crazy fan follow you around saying i can't believe we're breathing the same air and things like that so i'm really curious to mess around with these traits and see what else they have are you telling me you don't get that all the time you're the host of the multiplayer gaming (laughs) podcast dude Uh, he's just trying to stay humble (laughs) oh yeah i can't stop people stopping me in the streets (laughs) i i will say that when they showed the trait system when they showed combat they did show a bunch of different weapon attachments which i thought was really cool i i mean i i made the joke sort of that this game has taken every game mechanic and system that's existed over the last decade and tried to cram all of them into a single game yeah um i and paul you mentioned like that's all well and good but if they're all just thoroughly mediocre then what's the end result there you know and so it's kind of like that's a big concern however everything in this game follows that trend dude so like the combat you like you mentioned the traits you can upgrade and and deck out your weapons and your gear and stuff like that they got into the shipbuilding which honestly i thought was pretty cool 
And I don't normally get into that stuff, but it's like they show the spaceship, they show how you can design it and kind of break it apart and take each individual component and then like change it. And as you change the components, that changes the stats of the ship. But then you can build your ship like you want. The crazy lady that stole sandwiches <laughs> built a platypus looking ship. And I'm she like, sure did. I don't yeah. know if I like this lady or if I think she's truly crazy, but it, like she's got something going on there. Now, are, are you concerned <laughs> that people are going to make their ships look like certain oh, of things? Course. Yeah. yeah. We're going to see a lot of obscene ships. Wait, I guarantee are you it. saying I can't do that, Paul? Is that... <laughs> Oh, All I know is that people okay. found a way in Zelda to make a lot of anatomical machines. I think we're going to get that in Starfield, Will it happen? Too. Yes. Am I concerned? Absolutely not. No, it's yeah, a feature. There you go. <laughs> so how confident are you guys in the final product? How are you feeling right now? Do you feel like they bit off more than they can chew, or do you think it's going to work? How are you feeling? It's hard to say. You know how Bethesda is, and especially when they first release games. With what they're trying to achieve and what they're trying to do, uh, it's a huge undertaking. It's it's vast world, vast universe, vast vast uh, environments, vast skills. You know, all the stories, everything is is there's so much of it. And and sometimes when you do, you know, you do too much, you can't do enough of it right. So that's the only thing that I'm I'm super worried about is uh, is that they're just you know, like you said, bit off more than they can chew as far as trying to be too much instead of doing these things the right way and doing them great, you know, just trying to expand too much and uh, making it, you know, making it something that's just not up to par, but the mods will always fix it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I honestly feel very similar to Ryan in that case. Like, is I think that I don't think there's any way that they goof this game for the first 30 or 40 hours, to be honest, right? Like, I think you're going to play 30, 40 hours and you're still going to have your mind blown and it's going to be, you know, you're going to see all these different systems and it's, there's going to be that. My concern, and, and this isn't negativity, it's just a concern, is that once you hit that mark, does everything start to feel kind of hollow and, and pointless, right? Like, oh, there's just another side quest, but what like, what does it do? Oh, there's another planet, but I've already seen 20 of these, and all I do is land, look around. Oh, yeah, there's a cool creature. Oh, there's some iron. I grab the iron and I fly away. It's just like, how much meat is there actually on the bone that's going to matter? And that so for me, that's like the... The thing I am I am hesitant about because if they can land it, if they can pull this off, this is going to be a truly epic game. But I do have concern that how much of it is just going to be hollow filler to make yeah. it massive. Yeah. Well, and, and usually the draw of an RPG is story to keep going and, and to keep playing. And they did say that they have handcrafted things that are then procedurally added into random planets and random locations. So there's still a finite amount of actual writing that they've done. And then we're just going to have to see how it all works. I mean, maybe there's enough here to easily get 100 hours from the vanilla version. I also wouldn't be shocked if you can get a solid 30 hours and then you have to wait until mods. I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see. Um, last thing I was going to mention, they did not confirm pricing they did show the Constellation Edition, which we know is $300, oh which is bananas. So stupid. But you're going to get a watch out of it. You get a watch uh, <laughs> that's butt ugly. <laughs> I, I thought they looked all right. Um, but there are some rumors that this game is going to cost $80 on Xbox. 
And if we're just kind of like jumping straight past the $70 price point to 80, that might be hard for Xbox players to swallow. But again, that's not confirmed. We don't know, but reputable sources have said it'll be 70 on PC, 80 on Xbox, but we're going to have to wait and see. It's, it's all the value versus the, the, you know, I mean, if it's $80, but you're getting, you know, a 300 hour game out of this, which honestly, from what they showed off, looks like it very well could be a 300 hour game. And that's like not talking the mod community and stuff too. That's a really good value, but it is kind of tough to just say, Hey, let's just see how much we can charge for this really popular (laughs) game. (laughs) I'll have to rerun the numbers on my spreadsheet. See if uh, $80 (laughs) is worth the price (laughs) per hour. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. All right, we are now back, fellas. Before we jump into the next story here, I did want to tell our listeners a little bit about our Patreon. So if you want to help support what we do, help keep the show running, we do release three episodes every week. You can head over to MultiplayerSquad.com and see support options, which start at $5 a month. Even if you just sign up for one or two months and quit, and it's just a tip to us for running the show, that's awesome. If you want to sign up and stick around, that's great, too. Uh, you get all kinds of perks, like bonus episodes twice a month. You also get all our episodes ad-free. Uh, so make sure to check that out and see if you want to sign up. You can go do that at MultiplayerSquad.com. All right, so let's move on from the Starfield Direct to the Xbox Games Showcase. We got a teaser for Fable. We did talk a little bit on our last Twig episode that we might get some Fable action. And this was a teaser that starred one of my favorite comedians, Richard (laughs) Ayoade, I think is how you pronounce his name. Uh, You might know him from the IT crowd. Dear Sir Stroke Madam, fire! Exclamation mark. Fire! Exclamation mark. Help me! Exclamation mark. One, two, three, Carandon Road. Looking forward to hearing from you. All the best, Maurice Moss. They didn't show a whole lot of action here with Fable. Uh, It has a Jack and the Beanstalk vibe, and I will say that they kind of nailed the aesthetic and the voice lines and the look and the feel of Fable. I was surprised at how nostalgic I felt just watching yes, this short yep. teaser. Yes, I did too. I it know. It feels just like Fable. I love it. Yeah. I don't know what they did because like, you don't really see any gameplay in this. At least we don't think there is. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's not, but... But yeah, I was doing the same thing. I'm like, dude, this is like, this is Fable, man. It's that kind of quirky, like, 
I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but you were right. I, I was I instantly filled with like nostalgia for the series and going like, oh man, what are they going to do? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was the same way. It immediately took me back. I, I don't know how much you played, Josh, but like me and Paul played so much Fable back in the day. So right away, it took me back. It just gave that feel, that Fable feel of just, kind of the goofiness but also you could you know the battles and the, the strength and the lore and you know fantasy part of it so yeah r- right away I, I was sucked into it and uh it was it was comedic it was the 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 graphics they had on there even though it was like cin- yeah. more cinematic was were beautiful it looked amazing so yeah I, i'm stoked I, I got to wonder, like, they kept talking about heroes, right? And that was always the thing with Fable is, do you want to be the hero? Do you want to be the villain? Yeah. And they're almost referencing heroes, like, in this one is like this, like, like almost like a classification of people, almost. So I have to yeah. wonder, like, are they going to go the route where it's like, nobody wants the hero around? And so it's like, you know, the game is dealing with people trying to be heroes and you're like, please just stop. <laughs> like, I don't, we don't want your kind around here. <laughs> well, one thing I totally forgot about, because I haven't played a Fable game in over a decade, I forgot that you could do, like, emotes. So you could, like, give the finger yeah. to villagers and they'd get mad and you'd get evil points <laughs> and they would yell things at you. And in this trailer, they run past someone and they're like, hey, you wanker. And I was <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> All the characters shout and yell stuff. Like, they'll heckle you if, if you're evil or if you do something that they don't like. I, I can't wait till we get to see more. Um, you know, we got to see a little bit. They, you know, it's all, I think, mostly just cutscenes and, you know, it, it's just pre-rendered video. But they show fighting bandits, drinking, comments from people. You know, I, it, 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 it looks like they nailed the vibe or at least they understand what the fable vibe is. So I'm, I'm really excited to see more. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to cover from the Xbox showcase? I mean, there's stuff like, uh, Phantom Liberty, which is the expansion for Cyberpunk, Star Wars Outlaws, Payday 3, Hellblade 2. Anything you guys want to cover or do we just want to move on? Um, watch all the trailers. We'll post them on our Discord server too. Um, if people want to just be able to check them out there as well. Um, I, you know, Phantom Liberty comes out the end of September. Please, please stop with the September releases at this point, people. <laughs> like, we, we need a break, honestly. We're overloaded. <laughs> like, I just, I've never said this in my life, but I need a break from all these games coming out all at once. So just please, any, any future games, if somebody wants to schedule it for like mid October or mid November, that they're wide open, people. <laughs> Do it, Captain. It's too many games. <laughs> <laughs> they're all just stacked all right so let's move on to the ign summer next fest which highlighted all kinds of stuff including uh, mortal kombat 1 spider-man 2 alan wake 2 ton of other stuff i really wanted to talk about john carpenter's toxic commando um i think out of everything that they highlighted this was like the one really new thing that we got to see a glimpse of and it has seemed to generate a fair amount of buzz this is a four-player co-op game where you drive around in various vehicles and you just kill hordes of zombies um this one seems like they completely understood what kind of game they wanted to make the music makes sense the visuals make sense you get these brutal kills on zombies while it feels like you're in an action movie from the 80s and that to me sounded really exciting. And this is one that I, I I signed up for the beta, so I hope I get in. I really want to get my hands on this one here. But what were your guys' impressions of Toxic Commando? 
You just gotta tell them who you are, dude. They'll they'll let you right in. Do you know do you know who I am? I'll, I'll, I'm Paul. I'll try. Do you know who I am? <laughs> no, I uh I I got the same feeling. Like it it the the music, you know, playing and it would just that when I was a kid I watched so many uh 80s and 90s just action commando movies and and that that's the vibe I got and that almost took me back to like, you know, my childhood with my dad watching these crazy movies and just the, the the crazy combat and and you killing running around just killing zombies i i got a really good vibe for this i'm definitely i haven't yet but i i'm gonna sign up for the beta as well hopefully we can get in together um i'll just drop your name and uh <laughs> <laughs> but no i i'm i'm in for it I'm, I'm excited so it looks it looks like a good one to me it's crazy because I mean, how many zombie games are out now? And yeah, where you're just slaying just hordes of zombies. We just we just covered Dead Island too, right? And yep. it was like that game was a very pleasant surprise for me, to be honest. But so when anytime I see, oh look, guys, it's a new zombie game, I'm kind of instantly a little skeptical, like ah, another one. But dude. There's something about this game, man. Like, I don't know what it is. And like you said, maybe it's that, that like 80s, 90s vibe. Maybe it's the fact that it's a horde shooter, but it looks like they did it right. Maybe it's the fact that you're tooling around in these, all these different vehicles with your buddies, just plowing through hordes of zombies, shooting them left and right. There's chaos everywhere, but there's just something about this trailer that worked for me. Whereas normally I would look at this and go, these games are a dime a dozen now. They're they're fun for a few hours, but nothing is going to stand out to me. But this one got my attention and looks like it is going to be a lot of fun. Like, please let one person be able to drive the car and then the, your buddies <laughs> are all hanging out shooting zombies and stuff. Because yeah. you know the first time... You know, and I'm sure it'll be me because, you know, I get everybody killed. But the first time I crash the car and then we get eaten by zombies, everybody's going to be like, well, there we go. We expected, you know, but like those are the moments that matter in games like this, too. So I'm I'm pretty impressed with what I saw in this one. It kind of screams to me like it'll just be a really fun time where you and your friends are just yelling saying funny one-liners when you kill zombies and just having a complete blast. That's what it looks like to me. Maybe it helps that they had input from John Carpenter. I don't know. If our listeners don't know who he is, he wrote and directed some of the most classic movies of all time, like Halloween and The Thing. And so maybe having like that point of view, maybe he just knew, hey, this this kind of vibe would be great for a game. And maybe that's like all he provided, but maybe that's all they needed. So I think that one looks very cool. Um, also, I know that we have so much to cover here that we're, you know, moving very quickly, but we also should probably at least touch on Lies of P because we've brought this up a lot on the show. I named it as one of my personal most anticipated of the year. Uh, it's an upcoming Souls game where you play as Pinocchio. They released a playable live demo, which is pretty neat. I've always said they are not afraid to show off the game. They had, they released a 20 minute gameplay video months ago. They're willing to give you a live demo now. Uh, if you don't download it, you can still watch footage of them playing through everything in the demo. Um, I feel like the game plays exactly like every Souls game. I mean, they all kind of play the same. This one I thought looks really neat. I like the setting being in old school France. Uh, and I like the Pinocchio vibe, but I was kind of curious to get your guys' take. Did this kind of like match what you thought the game would be, or is it shaping out to be something different? 
So I actually picked up the demo and I played I, I like for like 25 minutes of the demo. I don't know how long the demo is. I know it's just the first level. I feel I was about to fight the well actually I was starting to fight the big boss guy at the end. So I'm assuming that was probably close to the end of the demo. Yeah. I'm going to be real, man. I it didn't impress me. Like, really? Cuz you I, normally it, love Souls-like games. It and here's the problem is that like I kept just going this feels so much like Steel Rising to me like in 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 like graphics are better the scenery is better but the move set like this is the biggest direct clone that you can possibly imagine of any Souls like game and I know that they all kind of borrow the same thing but maybe it's just the whole automation thing like or automaton thing where you're playing like a <laughs> fighting robot robot and it's like <laughs> I I feel like I've done all this before and so the game is fine. I like I've got nothing against it, but I'll be honest from playing the demo, having played Steel Rising, I just kind of go okay, like there's nothing that stood out to me, I guess, that made me go, "Wow, Lies of P, man." Yeah, everything I've seen looked awesome. It looked cool. I I downloaded the demo. I haven't been able to play it yet. I'll probably hop on tonight unless uh my hand just Instantly oh, navigates no, not Diablo. To Diablo. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoops. Oh, I fell over. <laughs> Diablo. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'll have to check it out. Just kind of see see if I get the same feeling uh, as, that you guys did. But yeah, I, I'm surprised uh, with with your take, Josh. Because yeah, you you just love that type, and you think you know you played one Souls, you played them all, but you 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 still are drawn in. So I, I'm interested to see how when you know once it finally comes out, how how it looks and and kind of what what we all take from it yeah i i thought it played fine i described it as the game i wanted to play instead of steel rising like there's a ton of overlap oh, the, venn, yeah. the venn diagram is 90 percent overlap i mean it, it plays and looks very similar but i think everything about this does it better but if you've played steel rising recently this might just feel like you're playing through the same material. <laughs> it's honestly, that's like even the, you know, the little health potion thing, the fact that you can get like the little, I mean, there was little stuff. It's not, you know, you sharpen, you have to resharpen your blade by using your arm, but then you can get like an electrified one. So when you go to sharpen, it'll electrify it instead. Now you do electrical damage and stuff, but it like, it was just so much of that soul's formula, just completely regurgitated to where it's like, what is the new stuff here? Like, and maybe the demo is just too short and they get into the Pinocchio aspect and stuff like that. But I color me unimpressed from what I saw, but that doesn't mean that I think it's bad. It mm. just is not different enough to get me excited, I guess. I would say color me moderately impressed because we didn't get any story. They just say, yeah. hey, you need to come to this building, make your way over. And then that's it. So maybe once we actually know more about the story, maybe that'll be a nice motivator to keep playing right. the game because we just don't yeah. know a lot about story yet. Maybe that'll be the hook. Uh, all right. And then before we close out the show, lastly, we were subjected, and I'm going to say subjected, <laughs> oh, to one of the harder to watch oh, events of the goodness. week, the PC gaming show. Um, I never lived in the South like you did, Josh, and I've never said this before, but Bless their hearts for trying. I mean, they they really tried. Oh, that's the but man, ever. this humor fell flat. Every single joke fell flat. Everyone in the chat was 
oh, going that crazy. Appalled. That was the appalled. best part by far. Yeah. Oh, man. I laughed out loud. One person yeah. said in all caps, this host should be in jail. <laughs> it's, it actually made me laugh out loud because it was pretty horrendous. Even all the jokes about AI were really bad. I mean, it was hard to watch, and I watched the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. I watched all but uh, 40 minutes because I literally fell asleep for 40 <laughs> minutes. Um, so, uh, dude, this was this was the worst presentation that I can remember. And that's... 55 both, games, Josh. That's both for the presentation of <laughs> the host and the weird, weird thing that they tried to pull off and failed miserably at. And then the games, man. Oh, my goodness. I just... This is... You know, people listen to the show so that we go through the torture and you don't yeah. have to. We play the bad games and we tell you, hey, this game's bad. Don't pick it up. Or we play the games and say, yo, you should play this. And I get that that's part of it. But man, sometimes it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> this time it hurt real bad. This feels like work. Watching yeah. this yeah. feels like most of most of our conversation. We were all watching it and we were just talking in discord and and most of our conversation were just about the comments we were laughing at the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was it was just it was so bad. Well, even the games we're excited about, like they had PAX Day. Yeah. And yes. then they're like, the people believe in ghosts and they can talk to them. And then they went on to the next game. So like they highlighted 55 games. I'm going to say like 43 of them I've never heard of and have com- zero interest. Zero I will interest never, in. I know. never look up another thing. And then the games we did care about, like Dune Awakening, Baldur's Gate 3, uh, PAX Day, they basically showed nothing. So it was literally two hours of our time that I feel like they highlighted nothing. They provided nothing of content. I mean, I feel bad for saying that. I don't want to just trash them, but like that's that was the product we were handed today on YouTube, and I was not impressed. I do. I'll trash them. That was absolute garbage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> and I hope it. I never want to uh, uh, wish a man unemployment, but I don't think he should be in that industry. <laughs> Maybe in a different it, position. Yeah, get him somewhere yeah. off screen. It was painful. <laughs> it literally was painful. And like you said, Paul, there were a few games that we were very. I mean, the Baldur's Gate three. Come on, people know how I feel. But then they just, all they did was like, hey, we built the city and it came out great, everybody. And then it's like, okay, well, you didn't, that's, you didn't show off any more stuff about the game. Yeah. Pax Day, I got hyped. I'm like, oh, yeah. And then they were just like, that was probably the one where they went the longest and showed some stuff. But then it was two guys dramatically walking around a castle. Like, <laughs> no, what does that, that have to do with anything? Rubbing, <laughs> rubbing the moss or whatever. It's like, yeah. oh, this, this, this gets me so hyped for the game. I'm excited Touching moss now. in real life. It's not even in the game. Yeah. 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 Just oh, real life videos so. of, of just rubbing moss and stones. Oh, man. Now I want to buy that game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, there, and there's such good content of that game, too. Like, we've seen the footage. It looks incredible. I mean, yeah, I I guess the only thing I wrote down in my notes is with Dune Awakening, they said every week a sandstorm will change the map. So it will block certain things you could go do before, but it's going to also then unlock new stuff. So they called it infinite exploration. Uh, I don't know how infinite it'll actually be, but I like the idea of changing the map every week. I think that's kind of a novel idea for an MMO, but I think that's all there is to say. Is there anything else to say about... I don't, no. I don't even remember what it was called. What, the PC, <laughs> the PC gaming gamer show. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything else? <sighs> no. No. All right. No. 
Yeah, I, I I think that about wraps everything up. I'm very curious to see if we find out more about like Star Wars Outlaws and stuff with the Ubisoft Forward. So by the time this releases, that's already out. So I'm, I'm curious to see if we have a lot of thoughts there. Uh, maybe we'll get to cover that next Thursday. But I think that wraps up everything here for today. I think four showcases was enough for us to uh, try yeah. to tackle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a busy day today. You know how much Diablo time I missed? Oh, <laughs> you could have leveled at least twice, Ryan. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps everything up for this week in gaming. Please make sure to go check out our Patreon at MultiplayerSquad.com, and you can follow us on socials everywhere at MultiplayerPod. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. We hope that you'll check out our other content, which releases on Mondays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. And until you check out another episode in the future, happy gaming. All right. See you, everybody. See ya.